Here's what's coming up on today's show. And I'd say when clients get that aha moment, when it actually clicks for them, that's really powerful. And that's something that I enjoy in the business. When it comes to your finances, you don't want to be at a disadvantage. Tim Dyer can help. He's a wealth manager specializing in retirement planning and investment management, and he can be that financial coach that helps you achieve your goals in retirement. This is Retirement Power Play. Welcome into the Retirement Power Play podcast. I am Ben George. He's Tim Dyer. He's a wealth manager specializing in retirement planning and investment planning. You'll find him online at DyerWM.com. Tim, welcome in. First podcast launching this show. How are you feeling? Yeah, I couldn't be more excited. It's good to get rolling. Yeah, and we're going to get through a number of different financial planning topics and investment management and a lot of things we'll cover along the way. But I thought it's a good idea to kind of start the show with a little getting to know you and, and kind of go through. I got three categories I kind of want to get into a little bit with you today. And we're not going to really flush them out in, in deep detail. We'll kind of keep mm-hmm. it moving a little bit. But I want to learn more about your business, uh, Dyer Wealth Management. I want to learn more about you a little bit more personally. And then also kind of the podcast and the clients, what you want people to learn from this show, because you know, that's the whole idea is to help educate people along the way. So I just want to talk about kind of the complete picture to give everybody a better sense of who you are as they get into this podcast. Sounds like fun. Let's roll. All right. So let's start off with the business, Tim. Uh, you know, you're know, you a wealth manager and you've been in this uh, financial planning business for a little while. What does it mean to you to be in this role? Well, it's interesting because I, I think that I was built for this role, if you will. Uh, I've been a financial advisor since I left college, you know, 1998. So we're in two decades into this. And there's a lot of areas of the, of the business that have changed. But um, when I first started in the business, I, I thought it was kind of an investment-specific business, uh, X's and O's and stocks and bonds. And I quickly learned that this really is a people business. And whether that's managing emotions or uh, getting people to think bigger about what's possible, there's a lot of different twists and turns. And a lot of the challenges that people have are, are familiar, but for each person, it's unique. So, you know, it's a dynamic industry to be a part of. I've enjoyed every minute. Well, you said since 1998. You've seen quite a bit then since stepping into this world in 98, huh? Yeah, my indoctrination was the uh, <laughs> dot-com uh, you know, bubble. It's funny because one of uh, our interns was in the other day and, and she asked me, um, what is the dot-com bubble? And it just kind of set me, but you know, she wasn't even born yet when yeah. it happened. <laughs> and yet for most people that have been investing, uh, some of those scars are still there, um, even though a lot of those companies aren't. Yeah, no question. That That's interesting. And it kind of gives you perspective, you know, when you've been in the business that long, when you have interns that weren't around for the dot-com bubble. So that's pretty cool. Um, well, how'd you even get into it then? I guess this is something that you were, you had kind of envisioned or penciled in, I guess, in college. Well, I, I went to a small business school back east called Babson, and it's a, it's a business specialty school. And it's, it's actually known for its entrepreneurship. And uh, so I, I actually got a degree in entrepreneurship and finance. And so that was kind of one half of the equation. In 1998, things were, um, you know, the economy was good, um, and there was a lot of opportunities, whether it was in investment banking or a lot of different areas of finance. Now, I'll say this, I'm here at San Diego by way of, uh, you know, New Hampshire, where I grew up in Boston for college, but my mom was a flight attendant. So growing up, we would come to San Diego a lot and visit, you know, our friends. And it was, you know, winters we'd spend in San Diego, if you will, and then they'd come back east and we'd hang out on Cape Cod and do things around New England in the summer. 
so San Diego was a familiar place. So fast forward to after school, I'd come out here during spring break, and I had met with an alumni of Babson that was working in the industry. Now, I had some interest. My uncle was a money manager. Uh, he used to manage Eastern Airlines pension funds, so there was some interest there. And my father was a, a small business owner, and so I kind of had that entrepreneurial spirit, and I was always sort of interested in in stocks and finance and things like that. So this was the meshing of those two worlds. Uh, so between those experiences, my dad, my uncles, if you will, and then my experience coming out to San Diego, that's how I became a financial advisor in San Diego. I love it. Two beautiful places too, Boston and Cape Cod and San Diego. You've, you've had it rough, Tim. Yeah. Along the way, huh? <laughs> I know both coasts very well. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, well, what do you what do you enjoy most then? I mean, is it is it the ability to kind of put those interests at work together, or is it truly working with people to to build out their future and and help see them reach those goals they've got in mind? Yeah, I think you nailed it there. I mean, there's a couple of things. First, first and foremost is we take for granted as advisors kind of the knowledge that we have. Um, in that you sort of assume initially that everybody knows these things, right? Mm -hmm. But if I was to jump into another industry, uh, you know, my good friend works in the medical field. I, I, I wouldn't know the first thing outside of what a Band-Aid is <laughs> of, of that industry. So when we look at it from how we can use what we know to help people, it's a powerful thing. You know, I can't, uh, I'm not an engineer. I can't build things. I, you know, I, I'm not a medical professional. I can't save lives of you. But the way I can have an impact is really by making things crystal clear for our clients, you know, help them get more out of what it is they're doing, whether it's in life or work or financial or impact, legacy, that type of thing. So I think that's where, you know, I, we really get that. And I'd say when clients get that aha moment, when it actually clicks for them, that's really powerful. Um, and that's something that I enjoy in the business. Yeah, I mean, I don't think people would necessarily think, you know, financial advisors changing lives. But it is true, though, when you when you talk to someone that that has a passion for this and works with people closely and, and builds out a plan and works with them individually and not just kind of, hey, here's a, a plan that we'll copy and paste from person to person, but actually works with them to meet specific needs and goals. You really can have a powerful impact on somebody's life. And, you know, you don't really think about it as much, but pointing that out, it's, it's eye-opening and it does kind of put things in perspective a little bit. Yeah, I, I would agree. You were talking about, uh, you know, cookie cutter, the mm -hmm. nature of, of some of the advice that's out there, right? There's kind of the old way, which was a sales-based approach. Hey, we've got this. Does this fit what, what you need, right? So mm -hmm. in that scenario, you, you're a hammer and everybody looks like a nail, Right. That never really resonated with me, and that's why I kind of joke that I'm sort of the black sheep of the industry. You know, I, I always thought the best way to help people was to, you know, wait for it, to actually help people, right? Right. You know, why, why not just do it the right way, help people? And, um, and so I kind of took what's like a, what I call a bottom-up approach, meaning that, you know, I would meet with people individually, figure out what it was, you know, through discussion and whatnot of what was a viable solution for them. And then we just implemented that as opposed to saying, here's a little solution I have. Let's see who this fits for. Right. So that's kind of a look at, at kind of that approach. And we'll get into your your approach to to working with clients and what financial planning truly looks like for people that, that works with, work with dire wealth management. But we'll save those, some of that stuff and the more specifics for later shows. So a little bit of background on the business first. Let's talk about you briefly for a minute here. You, you talked about your background a little bit. Well, what's one other thing that you want people to know? 
I'm a hockey fanatic. Okay. You know, I, I think, you know, clients always joke around, um, you know, they say when they talk to their friends, yeah, my financial advisor, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a neat guy. You should meet him. Oh, and he's a big hockey guy. <laughs> uh, you know, I never played professionally or anything like that, but hockey's been a big part of my life, even since I was a a young kid. It's opened a lot of doors for me. Um, I'm still playing. I'm 46 years old as as we record this, uh, and I still play in the local leagues and stuff like that nice. here in uh, San Diego. And get and uh, we'll be going to a tournament here over Memorial Day for that as well with some other family. So uh, excited about that and excited to get my young kids involved in it as well. I assume that makes you a Boston Bruins fan. Die hard, okay. all the way. Boston, everything. I assume you haven't adopted the San Diego teams as much. Maybe your kids have. <laughs> Fortunately, um, you know, they don't compete a lot in the same division. Right. So, uh, you know, it's not, and look, if my uh, my two boys like the San Diego Padres, so be it. But I'll <laughs> tell you this, they will visit Fenway Park and one of their first baseball experiences yeah. will be back there. So, Got to. Uh, I yeah. love that. All right, well, what, well, then what's a typical weekend look like for you? I know there's a ton of things to do, especially if you're into outdoors and, and just the beautiful weather and, and just the beautiful terrain out in San Diego. But what, what does a typical week, weekend look like you away from the office? Yeah, well, I told you I have uh, two young kids, right? So it's Home Depot, Bed Bath & Beyond, and Target, <laughs> right? Um, if you have time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, like anybody, we like to enjoy the out, outdoors here. We're not far. Um, we live in La Jolla, so we're pretty close to the, the beaches here, which uh, we certainly love with to walk up and down with a cup of coffee. Um, we, we bought a new home a couple of years ago, so we've been doing some projects on that, which is taking up a lot of our time. But whether it's barbecuing out back or you know hanging out in the pool or just having some friends over, pretty standard stuff. But uh, just trying to keep, it, keep that easy uh, SoCal life going. I love it. The life of a, of a parent of young children. I think a lot of people can relate to that for sure. All right, well, let's talk a little bit about the podcast before we close out this first episode. And Give people a little idea of, of what to expect from the show. So as we go through each episode, what are you hoping people will learn? You know, I, I like to think of it like we're, we're going to peel back the onion a little bit. There are different topics that I think are uh, hard-hitting that uh, apply to a lot of people that are impactful. We certainly want to cover those along with some current events and how those might impact you. But I think we want to provide some context around things and why it matters to them or you know, maybe look at some uh, hidden side of this particular industry that you should know or become aware of. But hopefully, all th- you know, there should be nuggets and tools in there that people walk away and say, "Hey, you know that that makes some sense. I I didn't know that." So uh, if we can string together a few of those moments, I think it'll be a success. There's a lot of there's a lot of knowledge that we've got kind of socked away in that reptilian brain of mine. So uh, <laughs> let's get some of that out there and uh, share it with people. Well, I'm sure you'll have some of your clients listening to this show, but Beyond that, who do you think is the ideal listener for this podcast, and, and who do you think would, would get the most out of it? Ben, let me flip that around here real quickly. I mean, I think the, to answer that question, let me just start off by saying who this is not for. If you're looking for the, you know, the status quo or kind of the watered-down cookie-cutter stuff, you're not going to find that here. In fact, I kind of loathe that stuff. I joked around about being a black sheep. That doesn't mean we're off talking about uh, esoteric things that don't matter. But, you know, we just want to get to uh, what's going to have impact for clients, you know, now and for the future. So people really that are looking to make smart money decisions, you're going to get some value out of the things that we bring here. Um, I certainly, we take a proactive approach. So uh, we're not just sort of waiting for a thing, you know, reacting to things. We're proactively lifting rocks and looking at other avenues and 
whether it's strategies or techniques or just information that's available for clients. So there's a proactive nature of the show. And, and, and you know, if you're somebody that is cognizant of the fact that you might not know what you don't know, then uh, you're going to find that some of the findings or discussions that we have here could be beneficial. I'd say the last thing really is just people that are thinking bigger. A mentor of mine once said, uh, everybody only has a once in a lifetime experience. And so we want to make sure that we're thinking better and we don't just cruise through this game of life, you know, having any regrets that we, we could have done something bigger or, or more impactful to help live a, a life of significance. So those are the types of people. If that resonates with you, I think you're in the right place. Yeah, and if that does resonate with you, hit subscribe on the podcast. We're going to put out two new episodes every single month, and we got a lot of great stuff already kind of lined up to start knocking out here pretty soon. So you'll find us again on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, wherever you listen, every major podcasting platform, you'll find the Retirement Power Play with Tim Dyer. And make sure you subscribe. That will help us out and help us grow as we launch this show. And uh, looking forward to to our conversations, Tim, I know there's going to be a lot to learn along the way. And I encourage everyone, too, if they have questions for you as we move forward, you can find you online, DyerWM.com. Again, DyerWM.com. And if you want to call Tim, you can always do that at 858-459-3937. Again, 858-459-3937. So, Tim, looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, I like your fresh approach to, to finance and and investing and planning and everything. So I'm looking forward to our conversations and you know, maybe we'll talk a little bit of hockey along the way. You got it. We appreciate you listening to this first episode of the Retirement Power Play. We'll talk to you next time. The commentary on this podcast reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analyses of Dire Wealth Management, doing business as Sage Capital Advisors, LLC employees, and should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Dire Wealth Management or performance returns of any Dire Wealth Management Investments client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. The opinions expressed in this podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Any indices referred for comparison are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. As always, please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. Dire Wealth Management provides advisory services through Sage Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Dire Wealth Management and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Dire Wealth Management unless a client service agreement is in place.